0: I'm preaching this morning on the subject of the cities of refuge. Our text passage is in Numbers chapter 35. I want to read one other verse to you from the book of Hebrews in chapter 6. The Bible says in Hebrews 6 and verse number 18, that by two immutable things. You say, what does the word immutable mean? If you continue in the verse, it says, in which it was impossible for God to lie. The word immutable means impossible to make a mistake. And so he defines what he's saying. He says, by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. This morning I want us to listen to the message, The Cities of Refuge. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd bless the preaching of your word this morning. While I desire, Lord, to do my very best in presentation of the truth, I understand that the presence and power of the Holy Spirit is the most important, the most effective tool in getting the message from the pages of the word of God into our hearts and minds. We have much to rejoice about in our salvation this morning, and I pray that as a result of the preaching of this message, we will go away having a better understanding of just how blessed we are to be a child of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. In the land of Israel, it was the law that if a man killed another man, His life was to be taken. You'll find that in Numbers 35. He repeats in three different verses the same thing. He says in verse number 16, If he smite him with an instrument of iron so that he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. This was called and is called capital punishment. Genesis chapter 9 and verse number 6, God established this for the law of the land for the nation of Israel. However, it is very interesting to note that if a man killed another man in an accidental manner, he killed another man, died as a result of his negligence. Uh, he killed another man, and it was not a premeditated murder. It would have been referred to maybe as a manslaughter, but it was not a premeditated murder. That man could flee to one of six cities that were called a city of refuge. Now, there were six of these, and you'll find these in Numbers chapter 35. There were 12 states in Israel, or 12 tribes, that came from the 12 sons of Jacob. Eleven of them received an inheritance. The Levites did not receive an inheritance because God was their inheritance. And however, there were 48 cities that the Levites worked from. Of the 48 cities that the Levites worked from, six of them were referred to as a city of refuge. So someone who had killed someone by mistake or by their negligence, it was not premeditated murder. You see, their brother or sister or family member could take their life according to the law. But that person who had taken someone's life by accident or negligence, they could run to a city of refuge and they could find, as the lady saying, they could find mercy in their dilemma. Now all of this is pointing to the fact that Jesus is our Savior. And as the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, he is our refuge. For all of us are guilty, directly or indirectly, of murder. You see, it was your sins and mine that put Christ on the cross of Calvary. He did not die for his sin. He died for my sin and the bible said there is none righteous no not one the bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god the bible says for the wages of sin is death therefore i am on death row until i flee to that person of refuge which is the lord jesus christ Aren't you glad that he is our refuge? Now I made notice some things about this, about these cities of refuge from Numbers chapter 35. These six cities of refuge were built throughout Israel in the north and Judah in the south. They were on both sides of the Jordan River that came down through the middle. There was Kedesh, K-E-D-E-S-H. There was Shechem and there was Hebron. And then to the west of the Jordan River, there was Golan, Ramoth Gilead, and Bezer. Uh, these were on the east side of the Jordan River. It's interesting that each of the six cities chosen were on a bit of a hillside, or on the bit of a, not a hillside, but on a bit of a hill. These cities <clears throat> were above the average elevation up there, and so these cities of refuge could be easily seen. It is interesting that they could all be reached and they were strategically located that they could be reached at the most in a day of travel. No matter where you lived, in Israel or Judah, if you took someone's life by way of accident, as the Bible describes, you could go to that city, and the furthest you would have to travel would be, uh, would be uh, just a day travel. That would be the most you would have to travel to get to a city of refuge. Now, it's interesting to note that these cities welcomed not only the Jews uh, that were citizens of the nation of Israel, uh, but they also worked for the stranger and the foreigner uh, that was living there among the Jews. Let me just go ahead and say I'm thankful that Christ died uh, for the Jew first. But oh, aren't you glad that the gospel came uh, to the Gentile as well. And all of us can be saved uh, by the grace of God. I'm glad that whosoever means, well, it means uh, whosoever and it includes me. It's interesting also that the roads were always well-maintained. It was a part of their law. It was a part of their instruction that these roads had to be well-maintained and they had to make the travel easy to get to the city of refuge. Now excuse me while I get excited this morning but I'm glad that it was easy for me to get born again. I'm glad he didn't give me 15 things to do. Half of them I couldn't afford, and half of them I wasn't able to do. But he just said, hey, if you're a sinner in need of salvation, Isaiah said, "Ho, hey. He said, if you're thirsty, come. If you're hungry, come. And you can buy milk and wine without money. I'm glad salvation is easy. No place in the Bible that God sent his son to die on the cross to make it hard to be born again. Ah, he made it easy to get to him and trust him, his Savior. In addition to that, it was required by law that signs would be posted, making it plain for everyone to see and know how to get to the city of refuge I'm glad. And you know what the Bible says? That the church and the Christian is to be as a city on a hillside, a bright and shining light. We're supposed to proclaim the truth of the gospel, making it easy for folks to know that Christ is their Savior and willing to save them. Now, when a fugitive came to the city for refuge and justice, they were judged by the high priest of that city. I found this interesting. They could live in that city. A fugitive that had killed somebody by accident. They could stay in that city, but it was limited to the life of the priest. They could only live as there as long as the high priest lived in that city. By the way, when you and I got saved, that was a promise made to us that we would have eternal life as long as the high priest lived. Aren't you glad he's going to live forever? And I'm not just saved. I'm not just saved today and tomorrow, uh, but I am saved forever. Now as I found the names of these six cities, I found not only did they have a name, they were given a name and a meaning is attached to every name. For example, the first city of refuge mentioned is Kedish or Kedish and it means holiness. God established a place of holiness for the unclean. When an individual came to Kadesh, a city of refuge, one who had committed manslaughter, accidentally killed someone, he could go to that place and he could could escape the avenger that was after him and he could find grace and mercy in that city of refuge. You talk about shouting ground for he came as one that is soiled and dirty by the blood of mankind, by shedding the blood of another he came unclean he came foul he came messed up ah but he came to a place of holiness he came to that city of refuge and it was there that the high priest proclaimed that you're no longer in uncleanness you're in a place of holiness and may I say, when God looks at my record, now I'll warn you, don't get too excited right here. Don't, don't, don't get too excited. But when I got saved, not only did he take away my sin, he took his righteousness, he took his holiness, he took all of his good deeds, everything that Jesus did, and he put it smack dab in the middle of my account under my name is all the work and all the righteousness and all of the holiness of God. He put it on my account. I'm not going to heaven by my good deeds. what well, My good deeds are as filthy rags. Ah, but his good deeds, they're righteous and they're holy. And that's what I found in my person of Christ, the city of refuge. It's more than joining the church. It was faith in the person of holiness. It was more than being a Baptist. It's faith in the person of holiness. It's more than turning over a new leaf. Some folks have turned over a new leaf until the stem is worn out. I didn't turn over a new leaf. I got a new life in Christ. It's more than being baptized. It's in a trusting in a person of holiness. It's more than taking part in communion. It's putting my faith and trust in that person of holiness. Thank God for the city of refuge by the name of Kedesh that represented my, uh, the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. The songwriter said, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow, nor the fountain I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my cleansing, this I see, nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my pardon, this my plea, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing can for sin atone. Ah, oh, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not of works that I have done, nothing but the blood. Jesus. Aren't you glad we have a city of refuge in Christ? Oh, there was six of them. There was six of them. The second one, don't don't get excited. Some of you, you're just about to pass out. You're so excited. Shechem. You know what it meant? Shoulder. Another city of refuge that one could go to that had committed a a non Premeditated murder was the city of Shechem. And it was the place referred to as the shoulder or the resting place of safety. I'm reminded of that story in Luke chapter 15 where the Bible tells us of a shepherd who had 100 sheep. Ah, but one day he went, and one of the 100 had left the fold and was out in the place of danger. Oh, there's so many good things in that story. One of the good things is, was he sought till he found it. I'm glad that Jesus sought me. I'm glad that just as a boy, I understood that I had sinned against God. Oh, but my Savior had already paid for my sin and made a way for my pardon, had made a way for my salvation. I love the story. He sought it till he found it. Then the Bible says that when he found the sheep, you know what he did? He didn't tie a rope around it and say, come on, you old sorry rascal, I'm going to drag you back to the fold. He didn't do that. You know what he did? He picked that sheep up. He picked that lamb up and he put it on his shoulders, across his shoulders. I'm not going to heaven on my own merit, on my own will, on my goodness. Hey, I'm on the shoulders of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what this city. City of refuge meant and this wonderful place. It was a place of being on God's shoulders. I've heard folks say, Well, I'm just trying to hold out faithful to the end. Hey, friend, you didn't start out faithful and you ain't gonna finish faithful. Uh, you're gonna go to heaven, not by your goodness, uh, you're gonna go to heaven by the righteousness of Christ. Not only does he save me, he keeps me. John 10:28, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand you say well I heard a professor say I don't care I heard what Jesus said uh, you say well I, I, I heard what a what a, a doctor of theology had to say I don't care what the doctor of theology had to say I already read what Jesus said he said and they shall never perish now neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand John 5:24. 24 barely barely I say unto you he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath what everlasting life he didn't give me a new lease on life he gave me a new life and that life is for all eternity all eternity that place is a place called shoulder the 24th verse of Jude said this now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding Joy. I'm glad Jesus is my city of refuge. I'm going to give you the third thing, Hebron. The name Hebron meant fellowship. I want you to think about this. It meant fellowship. It meant fellowship. I want you to imagine something. Imagine all of us here on the platform in a city of refuge. Now we didn't know one another before we got to the city of refuge. Uh, Here's Mr. Moore over here and here's Mr. John here and and, and here's Mr. Swartz here. Uh, Why are you here? Oh you killed somebody accidentally you had to flee to get over here. You know what? I did the same thing. And I found out his story was the same. And I found out that his story was the same. Once I was a sinner but I came, pardon to receive from my Lord. Why did you come? Oh, you did the same thing. You were a murderer and you came and you found mercy and grace. That's how I found mercy. Why are you here? Uh, no, you're not the mayor either. Uh, you came here because you're a said he was a. Ama- I'm just kidding and uh, these two fellows here were you know what we were all sinners you and I are from the back row to the front and from side to side and why do we have fellowship one with another today because 1 John 1 7 says if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another we might not know everything about one another but we know that all of us are sinners and we might not know everything about one, uh, one another but the city of refuge was Was the same for all of us We found mercy and we found grace And that's why we cheer the choir on When they sing And that's why we cheer on the special music When they sing Because we were all lost And we're now found Hebron was a place of fellowship Then there's Bezer Bezer is a place of the stronghold Now I like this I said that about the first one didn't I And the second one and the third one. And the fourth one, Bezer means stronghold. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation. We might have a stronghold. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. You know what this means? It means according to Numbers chapter 35 that I can live in the city of refuge as long as the high priest lives. Now, when I got to the city of refuge, they established a date for a trial. The high priest was there, and the jury was there. And I gave my story, and I told them what happened in my behavior that caused the death of a man And it was not premeditated murder, but it was a manslaughter, if you will. It was causing the death of another, not on purpose. And the high priest and the Jewry, they found, they said, yes, uh, he's guilty. And he can't live anywhere in Israel. And he can't live everywhere in Judah. But he can live here in the city of Hebron. He can live here as, as long as, in Bezer, he can live here as long as the high priest lives. That means when God gave me eternal life, Jesus being my high priest, I'm going to live as long as my high priest lived. Now think about that. John 17.3 says this, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Matthew 25, 46, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. You know why I believe Christ is the Savior and the high priest? Think with me. A lot of people have lived for their folks. They've loved their folks, and many have died for their people. But you know the difference in Christ? He arose from the grave, and he lives Forever. Now you can't say that about Buddha. You can't say that about Muhammad. You can't. You can go to their grave and they do. I saw a few years ago where they think they had found a part of Buddha's finger or hand. And they had a big parade and a big crowd of folks were marching and they were celebrating the life of Buddha. Friend, I haven't found a finger Ah, but I found an empty tomb. And I heard the voice of the angel that said, He is not here, he is risen. Come see the place where the Lord lay. And in Acts chapter 1, the Bible says, as Jesus ascended to heaven, uh, the angel said, Why stand ye here gazing? This same Jesus that you've seen go up into heaven shall so come in like manner. It's a wonderful thing this morning to know that I'm going to live as long as a high priest lives. I have eternal life in Christ Brother Haslam Smith lived 90 some years 95 years for a young person that's a good long life but as you get closer to 70 and 80 and 90 you realize how quickly time goes by Ah, but when I think about eternal life that will never end because my high priest liveth forevermore There was another city of refuge, and that was Ramoth-Gilead. It's an amazing thing, but the city of Ramoth-Gilead means exalted or beautiful. In fact, Ramoth-Gilead being exalted was the most beautiful city in that region. The most beautiful view, the most beautiful scenery, the most amazing place to live. But who was it that lived there? A bunch of manslayers, a bunch of sinners. Oh, but when they came to Ramoth Gilead, they weren't just a bunch of sinners. They were those that were living as long as the high priest lived in the most beautiful place, in the most beautiful city. Isn't it an amazing thing what the gospel can do to take one that's gone to the lowest depths of sin and make them a child of the king and make them something beautiful in, in, uh, uh, with their life and to make a difference, to make them something that's quite amazing. There's an old song I remember my parents singing it. The old song, Thanks to Calvary, I'm not the man I used to be. The song says, Today I went back to the place where I used to go. Today I saw the same old crowd I knew before. But when they asked me what had happened, I tried to tell them, Thanks to Calvary, I don't come here anymore. I thought of that second verse so often. I've been singing it this morning. I remember the old fellow George Yonks would sing this song with the cathedrals. And he he would sing the story. And then I went back to the house where we used to live. My little boy ran and hid behind the door. But I said, son, never fear. You got a new daddy now. Thanks to Calvary, we don't live here anymore. Thanks to Calvary. I'm not the man I used to be. Things are thanks to Calvary, things are different than before. While the tears ran down my face, I tried to tell them, thanks to Calvary, I don't live here anymore. Aren't you glad that God made you a new creature in That's from the book of Numbers. All of that's from the book of Numbers. Well, you'd think the Bible would be a good book to read from every day. And then there was Golan, G-O-L-A-N. You know what the word Golan meant? It meant joy. I have found joy in him. Paul wrote the book of Philippians it's called a prison epistle or a prison letter. Not because he wrote that letter to folks that were in prison, Paul wrote it in prison to those that were free. And we come to Philippians chapter 4, and we find it quite amazing that Paul writes the words, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Paul, how can you rejoice? How can you have joy? Paul would say, for you see, joy is not based on my circumstances of me being in jail. Joy is based on my relationship with God. And while my relationship with God is not limited to the location. It's not limited to the circumstance for you see they put John on the island of Patmos and the purpose of putting him there was to let him starve to death. A terrible death for those prisoners to die and that's why they put him there. Oh but John he may not have had a home on the isle of Patmos but his relationship with God was the same and he said while I was, I in, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard a voice behind me and it was there that he received the book of the revelation and we can sing that song the children sing in children's church I've got the joy 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 down in my heart where down in my heart where down in my heart why because of my relationship to Christ what were we sinners The avenger was after us. The death sentence was declared because you couldn't take a person's life. You couldn't take a person's life on purpose or by accident without facing that law an eye for an eye or tooth for tooth. But God made a way and God made a place for those manslayers to go to that their life would be protected. And this morning while I am a sinner and while the wages of sin are death, I am so glad that Christ died in my place. And I have eternal life because of him. That's why we fellowship. That's why we have joy. That's why we rejoice. That's why we have a good time in Christ. Because our life is not dependent on the circumstances around us. But by relationship with him. If you're here today and you don't know Christ as Savior, you ought to trust him as your Savior today. If you're watching me today and you've never trusted Christ as Savior, right now you ought to flee to that city of refuge. You ought to flee to that person of Christ, that person of refuge. And he'll give you life as long as the high priest is alive. And dear friend, I'm glad to tell you that is for all eternity. Stand with me if you will. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. In just a moment, he'll sing the invitation song. The altar will be open. Perhaps you've had your eyes on your circumstances rather than the city of refuge. Maybe you need to look around you and realize, hey, the devil can't get to me now. The devil can't get me. I'm saved. I'm set free by the grace of God. Now, you may be here today, and you've never received Christ as Savior, You ought to trust Him as Savior today. Perhaps you've been saved but haven't followed the Lord in believers' baptism. You ought to be obedient to Christ in doing that today. Perhaps there's a decision in your life that needs to be made, a spiritual decision. You ought to come and make that decision for Christ today. Heavenly Father, thank you for being our ark, our place of safety, our city of refuge. Thank you for the joy that we find Thank you for the happiness that we find being a child of the King. Bless our invitation, I pray. May your will be accomplished in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.